Hey everybody, welcome to the Kingdom of Thursday Night Loathe cast. Oh yeah. I'm the same old jick as usual. And I'm the same riff you uh, know and love. And I'm just hot stuff over here in the corner. He's a whole new hot stuff. He's like a duck. Every day he wakes up in a brand new world. <coughs> a brand new Do you, What? World. Do ducks not have long-term memory or something? I don't know. Goldfish? You know, every time somebody would say, you're like a duck, you just wake up in a brand new world every day, I would say, what does that mean? Do ducks not have memory? What does that mean? And then they would just I've, shrug it off. And, and I was like, listen, you assholes. Is that a thing you assholes, people have said to you? In case you're wondering why I'm stupid, it's because nobody ever fucking tells me anything when I ask them. I've never heard that phrase ever. I've only ever heard it used to uh, I've heard, like, water of me. off of a duck's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which could sort of come from the same style of idiom, I suppose. I mean, Ani DeFranco teaches us that goldfish have no memories. Is that what she teaches Turns us? Turns out that's not true. Cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's all a lie. Oh, yeah? It's a funny story, they though. Can learn, they can learn mazes. Yeah. Really? Yep. How do they know that? They've, they've made they've mazes. I didn't yeah. think you could grow corn underwater. Yep. I can. I'm only familiar with corn mazes. Hydroponics. Oh. It's, yeah, well, that's where you get the little baby corns. Oh, I see. Yeah. Fish tank size. Oh, right, because an ear of corn will grow to whatever size container exactly. it's in. Well, it depends on how much you feed it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, because that's why eventually corn that's outside just grows to the size yeah. of space. And, right. and that's why they have all that trouble with, you know, because the parents buy their kids the little ear of corn for Easter and they decide they don't like it so it ends up getting flushed down the toilet and it goes into the sewers and you just get these massive massive corn farms yeah masses of corn clogging, yeah, up, the clogging up the sewer well I mean it's a good thing that Albino alligators corn. Eat, eat corn yeah right because that keeps them going I mean Jimmy's down there and he crack it it's not, that, not that we care yeah uh, so uh, <laughs> you guys how you guys been doing you been getting plenty of sleep Last couple of days. Nope. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. This has I, been in in crazy towns. It's it's what it's like six or seven. It's going on seven here. I woke up at the last eleven p.m. Neat. Yeah. So you're, I'm you'll feeling have all right. Almost I'm, I'm, been up for twenty four hours. Yeah, nearly. Huh. I'm doing okay. I Wait, drank, so you've I drank a, a big can of coffee. You've been awake since you called me in the middle of the last night. No, the night no. before. That was the night before that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't actually call you. I just texted. Well, sure, sure. We had servers. So yeah, fewer servers. I feel like uh, I feel like our players want to have the story. Our average servers are better. I told most of the story on Monday night. But there's been stories since then. Oh yeah, did the other whole database thing happen? Yeah. Was that yesterday? Wasn't it? That was this morning, right? Not this morning. Wasn't this morning? The morning before. It was yesterday morning. Okay. All the time. It's all bleeding together yeah, now. Together. So yeah. anyway, after everything that I talked about on uh, Monday, uh, which night, was just which was the second database server failing in a weird way, and us transitioning over to what was called DB4. It still is called DB4 well, on for, the back end. The okay. game thinks of it as DB2 now. So yeah, uh, after that, I went to bed after doing that radio show, and then uh, in the middle of the night, <clears throat> um, DB1 started. As far as I could tell, exhibiting the same symptoms, which led me to believe, like, no, this isn't, wasn't a hardware failure. This is this is lulz sec. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought uh, it's they already sec. gave up. They already they already well they stopped disbanded. their fifty day campaign, <laughs> but, which was and and now true. the FBI is arresting them but, yeah. all one by one. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So then uh, I don't know. Uh, Geff says it wasn't having the same problem he said that it was just a coincidence that tables started getting corrupted on db1 
at the same time, which I just don't fucking believe. How can we go years without it happening and then it happened back to back two days in a row? Did you piss off any gypsies? No, I thought you were going to say genies, uh, in which case I would have said yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, he, he rubbed one too many lamps. Uh, no, the wrong I, way. I can't With his balls. Barbara Eden. It turns out she's a real genie. Oh. Messed up. Hmm. She, huh. Is she a jean genie? She ran her finger along my cheek and said, server problems. <laughs> That's pretty creepy. It's rough. Um, so, yeah, then we... She, she thought she was just... Uh, Cursing, you, cursing bad, you like bad restaurant bad service, yeah. like waitress yeah. soup yeah. in your lap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm still a little fried from from all that. I I kind of slept. Uh, luckily, nothing started going wrong with the servers until like 7:45 this morning. So I got I got to sleep until 7:45. Um, that was a different thing. Which that was will, pretty minor. Which I'll explain in a minute. Yeah, it was pretty minor. Um, was that when people were? Invalid Getting sessions. invalid sessions, invalid yeah, challenge, challenge, yeah. challenge. Um, yeah. So anyway, that we 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 decided. All right, well, as long as we're down, and Geff was totally on the ball, and so like I woke up in the middle of the night when the problems were happening. Uh, Geff and C.D. Moore were still were both asleep, and I was just like, you know, I can't really fix this myself, so I'm just gonna take the game down. I'm gonna send them text messages and emails so that they know what the situation is, and then when people get up, we fix it, right? Because we were down all day yesterday. Like, there's nothing that I can do. By right. sitting, like, I don't even have the root passwords on a database server and stuff anymore. Like, this is all just all somebody It's else not said. just root. Uh, it, oh, it is, actually. It's the login is root and the password is password. Rusted. Oh, nice. Um, yes. Uh, the, <laughs> the roots. The password is the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> no, it's actually the lyrics to my favorite Black Eyed Peas song. The entire lyrics. It's like several paragraphs of password. Um, and I misspelled, like, four of the words. <laughs> I can never mm. remember which ones. Switch, switch the letters for numbers here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, by the time I got up four hours after that, uh, Geth had gotten up and started doing a dump of all the data so that we could transition from the old, uh, DB one to the new DB one, the right way, as opposed to the like quick and dirty way that we did on Sunday, Monday, uh, for DB two. What is, what is the difference between the right way and the, the quick and dirty way? Okay. So the quick and dirty way with MySQL was to just take all the files that represented the tables and move them over to the other database and then say, Hey, look, database, some tables. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then it has to run this long sort of repair and update process to, uh, to do any changes that it's made to the data format or whatever. Um, it's just, it works and it's what we always did in the past, but it's like, they don't recommend it. They recommend a process of dumping every row to a text file that's just a set of commands, insert this row, insert this row, now insert this row, yeah, now that, insert this row. So that just, seems crazy to you me. You know, tens of millions of lines of SQL code. And then running each of those inserts one at a time on the new hardware um, so that it has a chance to make sure that the index are correct and that all the, like, you don't end up with, like, fucked up rows from the old one malformed rows from the old one just being equally malformed in the new one um but it takes a lot longer but he was already 95 percent of the way done with it when i woke up which was handy so hmm. then um, is pretty on the ball the reason that, so gaff has been bugging us to upgrade to mysql 5 for a really long time and the reason that i haven't wanted to is uh i don't even want to I, I i probably shouldn't even talk about this because this might give people ammo for exploiting vulnerabilities but it's so it's such an aggravating and stupid story that i really want to tell it um, <clears throat> so here's a little bit of background on what happened with Black Sunday back in the day, the day that a bunch of people uh, got infinite currency. 
there is this thing about uh, integer data types in MySQL. I think I actually talked about this. On Monday. Yeah, I suddenly remember talking about this, but we couldn't have. Anyway, I w yeah, so unsigned integers, uh, that if you, if you run code that makes them go negative, they become whatever the maximum value that can fit in that field is, minus whatever you subtracted, uh, which is bullshit, and I don't understand why anybody ever wants that to happen at all, right? Like, I think it's just, a, it's just an accident of the way that the math works on a, on a binary level because there is no the, the bit that would be storing the sign is just storing uh, yeah. the most significant bit instead because mm -hmm. um, that's what it means for it to be unsigned. So MySQL 5, by default, makes every integer type work like that and not just the maximum sized integer types. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a thing that we had to turn off. Um, it wasn't a problem on DB2 that we didn't encounter this on DB2 because almost nothing does anything additive on DB2. It's a, like DB2 is full of stuff that was like really compartmentalized, like K-mail, stuff that we could just move across. Consumption logs and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's the subtracting that's a problem. So right. hardly anything ever got subtracted from tables on DB2 just right. because of, you know, just the, the nature of those tables. Sure. Um, there's no reason for it. It's just the way it is. Um, but a lot of stuff on DB1 gets subtracted from, and so we're like, all right, so be sure and turn off. Like, you have to put in this configuration directive that is no unsigned subtraction, right? So that's great. And if you have a, if you have a value that is 10, and you say, all right, update this value uh, to itself minus 11, it will update to zero. If you say, update this value to itself plus negative 11, it goes max int. So, uh, what the fuck? We encountered this bug with multiplication on the... There was one script that was screwed up, the, uh, the lifetime totals on the MMG, and it was just because of some weird math, so a weird way that Xenophobe wrote a query where instead of doing negative x, he did x times negative 1, and that caused it to return maxint. And mm. I'm like, what? why is that? What the fuck? So I just changed it to minus, you know, 0 minus x, and it was fine. Um, but almost every function that attack, like the first thing we did on the new database hardware was zero meat, use a meat vortex, fucking 18 billion meat. It's like, <sighs> God damn it. Like, at least we knew what to try, right? Uh, <laughs> and also, adventuring once uh, put me into like 24 billion turns of Ronin. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> all right, I'll see you guys in a while. <laughs> um, because it was just subtracting. Which. Why? Why is that happening? Why? Do, why is that operation being performed? Like, why is it? Why is it doing zero minus one and resetting it to zero every time I adventure? That shouldn't be happening. It's, it's because <laughs> there's a single query that adjusts your turns uh, that running. adjusts your turns played in Ronin, and like it's not any cheaper to not adjust the second because not the operation isn't doing anything. Um, but it's much cheaper than doing two separate queries on the times when you do need sure. to update it. So. Uh, anyway, I had generalized all of these functions early on in KOL's development that's like an... So add meet. So like show add meet is a function that displays you getting or losing some meat and get, does, the, you know, the, does the grammar, makes the little picture show up, formats and everything. It calls add meet, which is a function that either adds or subtracts meat uh, from, from the player, which in turn calls add int, which is a function, which is a single function that just adjusts a value in the player table, and it's irrespective of whether you're adding or subtracting from it. So every query on the player table was in the form of if you were subtracting something from it was plus negative whatever. Uh. So we had to go through and 
uh, that one was probably the most and maybe the only important one and that was a single line of code to fix and then there was like the first one that I tackled was like the fucking adding adventures and that was super goofy because all of those are like they're basically always negative except when you're that query had some specific logic because it doesn't it decrements your buffs when it's negative but it doesn't increment your buffs when it's positive right because like eating a sandwich right. doesn't give you an extra five turns of all your buffs but anything that spends a turn yeah. subtracts some buffs. so there was a bunch of logic in there already and so it was just a bunch of like doing a bunch of subtraction you know and it's like I'm fucking tired and I was woken up in the middle of the night by this problem and was like oh my god this is this should be so simple just like alright so if it's negative then I'm this number is the negative version of this number. This is the absolute value of this. And I'm subtracting this number, which this code guarantees is positive. It was like frustrating. It's a good thing that signs are uh, never complicated in math at all. Yeah. We, we just had to go Sounds through. It's like a tremendous oversight on my SQL dude's part. There must be some reason that it works like that. Or we must be so outside of the norm in terms of the kinds and, and methods of data storage and, and use that they just don't care. Hmm. You were right about it getting unpleasantly hot in here. Is it already unpleasantly hot? Um, I'm starting to get a little warm. It's not, not <clears throat> well, we can, I mean, so here's a question, actually. Uh, I have been listening to the podcasts and not noticing much, if anything, in the way of room noise. Uh, Jick swears that he is just drove and driven crazy by the room noise when he's editing the podcasts. And so we tried to turn off both the air conditioning and uh, the fluorescent lights. So we're in the dark, and it's very hot. We also turned on the uh, extra quiet space heaters. Yes. <laughs> they actually are so quiet that they eliminate other noise. Well, you can't hear them in space. It's a Bose noise-canceling space heater. <laughs> it heats things by screaming at them. <laughs> I mean, in a way, everything is, you know, like, sound is the same as light, just at a different frequency. <laughs> so, wow, that's so just not even close all, to truth. <laughs> all light and x-rays and electricity are just the universe screaming uh, from one thing to another. Huh. That's, that's, that's just so wrong. <laughs> that's what uh, the Transformer star scream is named after, is the screams of the stars, of the stars. that we yeah. see every night. Huh. And we say, oh, isn't that beautiful? Yeah, that's no, very romantic. They're screaming. <laughs> they're screaming in pain because they're dying, just that's, like we all are. That's still pretty romantic. That's what you say to your little... <laughs> No, I was thinking you were talking to you, like your your death, death your is romantic. Five year old's child. <laughs> five year old's what? child. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think five year olds should be having children. No. Um. Anyway, uh, so yeah, then we had to edit every query in the game that could potentially have been plus negative numbers. And uh... oh, on you the guys did side... that. You guys did that pretty fucking <clears throat> fast. I thought. Yeah. Because you did it, and then people tested stuff, and there were like one or two additional like weird outlying things, and then. You're like, eh. This is probably okay. This is probably okay. <laughs> and, you know, we haven't had much in the way of problems since then. There was that, that the second issue this morning, which you were going to talk about. Oh, yeah. So uh, the invalid challenge thing is weird. So this was a, a thing that I did not precisely understand, uh, but now I kind of do. Uh, Xenophobe, back in the day, uh, decided that he did not want passwords being submitted in clear text, which is a good idea, right? You don't want... And we did not want the, uh, because at the time we were at the absolute sort of limits of what our web server hardware was capable of, of uh, putting out, we didn't want the overhead of secure HTTP because the other thing with that was at the time we would have had to buy a whole bunch of licenses and they were kind of expensive. That, I mean, but it also slows everything down. I think it does, yeah. The performance um, hit is pretty significant because every request is yeah. wrapped in a yeah. security Which is, thing. you know, in general doesn't need to be. Because we, your password hash that gets sent back and forth with every request is salted 
so it's different every time you log in. Um, yeah, but so the, somebody yeah. could hijack a session, but that that would not allow them to continue to hijack future sessions. Right, right. Like if they were using that black sheep, dick hole, fire sheep, sheep. dick sheep, dick sheep, um, raped to sleep by dick sheep. It's a dick sheep in wolf's clothing. Yeah, there's lots of them though. You have to count them. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, gang banged by so dick sheep. Don't don't Just fall leave. asleep over that fence. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, so yeah, so what it does is when you load the login page, it generates a what he referred to as a challenge, which is just like a token. It's a it's a random hex string, inserts that into uh, the database, into the challenge table. Then when you submit your login, it submits that challenge that that it generated checks it against the database to make sure that it's a real challenge then the database uh, hashes your in your already encrypted password again with that challenge as the salt so like it's a it, it's just a way of fucking up the encryption in a different way every time but your browser is also md5ing what you type and then salting it so you're not even you're not even sending the, MD5. the MD5 hash of your password in the clear because if you are then like there there are just so many computing resources have been thrown at decrypting MD5 yeah, that there are just tables and shit. there are just websites yeah, where you but, can go and like I mean those are those are primarily tables full of shitty passwords yeah diction like they did the dictionary and then they did the dictionary with a one appended and they did the dictionary with a two appended and like you know like so you have any kind of reasonably strong password and it's just not going right, to be on but there. most people don't have any kind of reasonably strong password sure right sure. so i mean it, it's there was there was a an interesting discussion of iphone locking patterns yeah 15 percent of the of iphones that have locks on them are locked with Two, one, two five eight zero. One of ten different codes. Oh, one of ten. Okay. So, but that means a thief who steals an iPhone and looks at this list could probably get into like one out of every six iPhones. Hmm. Um, which you know that's interesting. So yeah. Um, I remember uh, seeing. I thought this was kind of interesting on uh, Frontalot's phone. It was like this Android thing, and the lock was like just a grid. But you, and you draw, you draw a little pattern on the grid. Yeah. Hmm. Um, which you know whatever <clears throat> but yeah it was they were all just like a lot the most common ones were often like all zeros or one two three four or one 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 or just things that are obvious yeah. patterns obvious like, like geometric shapes yeah um <clears throat> which you know that's the problem right like this is supposed to be something that is both hard to understand and easy to understand like that's the goal with a password yeah. right so you i have a couple like i have two different philosophies on stuff like I want a password so that like someone couldn't just trivially open my shit up, but I also want a password that's weak enough where if I died, the people around me could get into my stuff eventually. Mm -hmm. Does that like, does that make sense? Like on some of them, like my financial stuff, like people would need to know where like my money is or something like that. And like, so I kind of want them to be able to get into that, you know, if they throw enough resources at it. I mean, theoretically there are systems in place like, with the bank right like you if you know what where all the banks are okay right like good sure i guess which i mean do you need your password to learn where the banks are i guess there's the password for your computer well there's a password for my computer and then there's the password for my like financial software you should tell me all your passwords buddy in case you, you die that's true yeah 
I mean, I kind of told you mine because you know where the safe deposit box key is. That's true. Yeah. Um, although, so you can go get my passwords from like five years ago, yeah. the last time I updated that document <laughs> in the safe deposit box. Yeah. Cool. Uh, luckily, my personal security is fucking atrocious, and all of my passwords are the same as they were five years ago. Um, anyway, yeah. So what happened was that that table i have no idea what i don't actually know what happened it was doubling up on yeah it was doubling up on on inserts yeah and then the the thing to see whether the challenge was valid was checking for it returning exactly one row and for whatever reason the code was regularly inserting the same row multiple times and it was because we had had to because that was a heap table like that table is just a memory table because it's totally volatile um it went away because of the way that we transferred the tables across from db2 to db4 right because there was no file so just moving moving the file moving the contents of the database file system did not move that table because that table did not exist in the file system why did it take two days for people to start noticing the problem i think that it was it oh you know maybe it was it was uh, people generating the same random <laughs> Thing. That is what I think it was. Okay, actually, that because make sense. because it was happening it so many times, up, yeah. it started to people started getting like it got big enough that that happened. And, but I don't know why that would make that problem happen to everybody. Was um, it happening to everybody, or was it just happening to more and more people? It was happening to everybody uh, at that point, weird. as far as I know. Um, Maybe the random seed uh, was tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't. Five. You know, the, <laughs> as I explain this, I realize that I don't entirely understand it. It it was the thing that was checking was checking for exactly one copy of the row, which it was just like you know yeah, instead, of, instead of doing like uh, did this query return a number of rows greater than zero, um, but it was the problem was because the there was not a unique index on the challenge hash, uh, and there was supposed to be, which we just didn't remember that because we had to recreate the table from memory. Oh, um, wow. like from our memories. Which it didn't, you know, you, you, all you do is look at the code that hits it and think, all right, well, so this is inserting this thing. So this table, this field needs to be able to hold that. And it was like one field, right? And, uh, but what we, what we did if not you, know if was you build the that way field, that was designed. People will come to your game. The way they, the way that mm -hmm. Jim did it in the first place was that it had a unique, uh, a unique uh, index on that. Well, so because the database server had never been rebooted, that had just been in existence for years, that table? It gets truncated every night. Okay. And it knows if you shut down the database server, it will reconstruct it. Oh, it Because will. it knows to make that table, it just doesn't create anything in the database file system. How does it know to create it if it doesn't... I don't know. It's something in the Weird. something in the config, like the initialization stuff for the database server. I, I honestly don't know. For anybody who's listening out for background noise, the fridge just started up. Just cool. the compressor? Yeah, it's get, it is getting warmer and it warmer. It is getting really hot. I think we should turn the air conditioner back Okay, on. I'll go do that right now. We're Yay. Gonna keep talking. Or should we just stop the recording? No, no, keep talking. Okay. Uh, hey, Riff, what's, yeah. how you feeling? I'm doing doing all right. Feeling pretty doing warm? It? Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty warm. Wow, now the refrigerator is making all kinds of weird noises. It, it always does that. It always sounds like there's a little man in there knocking. Huh, let me out. Yeah. You, also, you guys are out of ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Lone Goldfish uh, wrote into into this here forum thread, Hey, Jack Hotvin and Riff, KLO related. Just got a bug bugbear, and I must say its flavor is optimal. PHP errors never get old, am I right? Yeah, Riff had a field day with that, that shit. That was a lot of fun. 
the PHP errors and uh, oh, I think I think I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> what was the thing I did all those uh, fire sign theater references in? I the, don't remember. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Man. Yeah, me either. The the pseudo computer voice talking. OAF maybe. Okay, yeah. That was a really long that was time it. ago. That was a long time ago. Uh, and then a, uh, oh, wait, this was for video games, hot dog. Never mind. I'm going <laughs> to copy and paste this into another document. Do I have TextPad installed on this laptop? No, I don't. Do <laughs> is, I have WordPad installed? Wait, is installed TextPad not just a thing that's on? No. TextPad is a commercial product. Oh, I see. That I think I paid $10 for. Huh. Uh, Wax says, intriguing puzzle box. Um, hints? <laughs> Which one is the intriguing one? Is that mine or yours? That's yours. Mine is uh, uh, some sort of riddle. Some sort of obnoxious oh, no, riddle. I mean the, the snake box. Oh. The fuck, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's got to be... Hell, I don't remember which one that is. What's the one... People f- figure that out, right? What, People yeah. Okay. What's the one from Rift's butt? I think that's the intriguing yeah. puzzle box. Yeah. No hints. No hints. Okay. Hints are verboten. Uh, you you uh, you heard it. It's uh, it's out. Issue is out of my hands. However, me saying hints are verboten is in itself a hint. Cryptic. <gasps> WVO Coin says, "Now that I got riffs here, I'd like to ask again about changing the password puzzle to make it tolerable on iPad and mobile browser interfaces. It's a really awful roadblock if you can only open one window at a time, which means that I now always skip the Nemesis quest." Um, how would you feel, Riff, about when you click on the gate after you've already solved that puzzle once, it just shows you all of the pieces that you have? Uh, okay. Does that seem all right? I, I can't really picture in my head what you're suggesting. So you've got these scraps of paper that you have to look at the edges to see how they fit together uh-huh. to make the password. So when you, look at the, when you click on the gate and it asks you for the password, oh, it says, and it, you glance at the pieces of paper in your hand and, and it, it pops just up gives all you the pictures, pictures of, of the... all of them. Okay, in that, order, or do you acceptable? have to? Uh, no, you, you just in, just in a random order, yeah, in, and in then order. you have to. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That sounds I, good. I I must say I did really appreciate that one flash game that we talked about uh, at some point, uh, where after you had solved a puzzle, the second time you came to that puzzle, it sort of remembered, and it was still part of the narrative, but it was. Oh yeah, you didn't that, have to uh, like actively solve you, it. A second you day. have one day. Yeah, you have one day. Yeah. I feel like that's that was extremely friendly, and I very much appreciated it. And I wondered if that would be something that we would sort of take into our own fold. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a little weird because that game is not necessarily... Well, I guess that game is kind of about playing the same... It's definitely about playing the same stuff over and over again, but it's not... Yeah. You're not persistently changing the world in KOL, though, from, from run to run, right? You're persistently changing yourself... You realize that there is no spoon. Well, you clearly remember some things from previous incarnations. If there is no spoon, then how did your grandpa fix his TV? I mean, I think that, it, like... Do you mean change those, channels? He wasn't changing channels. It was when the oh, vertical, it was the holds the vertical hold started. Oh, the vertical hold. Anyway, were you going to say something real? About stuff? About what? I don't know. Riff interrupted you in the middle of a sentence. I, I don't even remember. To make a joke about my grandpa. The hell Your I character remember. clearly remembers some things. Oh, yeah. Your character clearly remembers some things from, like, incarnation to incarnation, right? So it's... Like what? Skills? No. They don't know how they got them. But <laughs> they just wake up with them and their butt hurts. <laughs> <laughs> 
<clears throat> I mean, by that same tact, you could also remember codes that you had learned in previous uh, lives. They oh, could be they could be tattooed a of scars on your anus. They could be tattooed on your butt. Yeah. Um, All Night Diner says, "Have any of you guys ever played Soul Blazer? Because that game is rad as hell." Yeah, I played. I've played that a bunch of times. Actually, is that like the old? Was it like a pinball kind of thing? No. Oh, you're thinking of Ball thinking Blazer. Of. No, I'm serious. You're thinking of Ball Blazer. Oh, that's a <laughs> that's, real thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a pretty good name. I think. What about Blue Blazer? <laughs> there's what a Boo Blazer. There's a Blaz Blue came out recently. It's a, uh, it's a 2D fighting game. Huh. Right. So yeah, that was one of the like the first game that Lucas Arts ever made huh. was Ball Blazer, and there was some there was some anecdote in that book you got me uh, for Christmas about Lucas Arts that was about how somebody was like, oh man, I really love your game, Ball Blaster, and uh, the that's how they knew that the guy had pirated the game because the pirated versions were called Ball Blaster because they were from before there was a name change. <laughs> and uh, so it was, it was like some guy applying for a job and then, you know, it turns out, ha you dirty software pirate thief. And yes. that guy was Bill Gates. I don't think that guy was Bill Gates. <laughs> it turns out it was George Washington. And now you know the rest of the story. Soul Blazer. George, George Lucas applying for a job. <laughs> Soul Blazer was a uh, Kevin. I mean, hot stuff. Fuck, hot stuff. Hot stuff. Which podcast are we doing, man? I'm so drunk. Uh, <laughs> you would like it. Uh, it is an action RPG for the Super Nintendo. Okay. You swing swords at things, and you are going around ball in these levels. No, Soul Blaster. <laughs> yeah. Ball Blazer. You just swing your balls at things. Okay. Yeah, at, at different fires. <laughs> Soul Blazer. Um. You go through these levels and you um, you find these little green circles on the ground that are flashing. And when you go to the green circle that's flashing, it unleashes a soul, uh, which then fills in part of the town. Um, so there's puzzles in here and like going back and forth between the level and town to like buy a power up from a guy that lets you into a deeper sure. part of the level. And and, and like some of the, you know sometimes you're unlocking buildings and sometimes you're unlocking like. Uh, a bunch of animals that are in a band I remember as part of it Okay, um, it's a pretty good game huh. it's a pretty good game, I've played it a bunch of times I've started playing it a bunch of times, I don't know if I ever actually finished it, I think maybe I did, I think I no, in fact I remember the boss fight, I totally beat that game in an emulator at least once it's a pretty good game cool Um, but yeah, you like swinging swords and shit I do, that is true Uh, let's see Chilled says, let's have some people-centric questions just because. Jick, you've spent a while hanging out in New York City. What hidden gems can you recommend I go see when I'm there? Uh, boy. Uh, if you want to go to a really fancy restaurant uh, that's not so fancy, it's expensive, but you don't have to dress up, uh, go to La Sirene. Uh, there's a good bar called uh, The Peculiar Pub, P-E-C-U-L-I-E-R, which is the bar from the webcomic Goats, uh, in case you were wondering. That was like the bar that John Rosenberg hung out at in New York. Um, because he lived near there. They have a lot of mosaics on the walls made out of bottle caps. Uh, you should go to Central Park and go to the Ramble, uh, which is like just this sort of cool foresty Path. maze of paths that's neat. Uh, my favorite part of it is Moss Rock Junction, uh, which is actually what I Every part of it. Every, every part of it. Um, yeah. There were mossy rocks almost everywhere, so, you know. Yep. 
There's also Moss Rock Hill and Moss Rock Dale. I also knew this guy named Moss Rock Dale. Yeah. I was like, Go see Dale. He's at the tunnel under 53rd Street. <laughs> I don't, I'm just making shit up now. There's a place in the subway where there's a bunch of mosaics of turtles. Uh, I don't remember where that is. Also not interesting enough to go see. There's, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. What else did we find in New York that was cool? I didn't spend a lot of time wandering around there. Uh-huh. I like the the rock gym we went to, Brooklyn Boulders. There is a oh yeah, Brooklyn Boulders was pretty good. There is another bar over in the East Village called Burp Castle, uh, <laughs> yeah, which is I didn't like that one as much. You didn't like that one? No, as much. They had uh, so they the, <laughs> you're not allowed to talk loud in yeah. there. So they they like yell at you if you get loud. Well, they, they whisper they you. Shush you. They have a lot of Belgian beers on tap. There are a bunch of uh, sort of medieval-looking paintings on the wall, but they're all about beer, like Jesus bringing a dude isn't, beer. Isn't there a bar directly <laughs> below Burp Castle that's kind of cool, too? There was like an Irish pub that was sort of next to it, and, and it occupies a lot of the same space. The thing that I like the most about New York is like going to the bathroom places, because you very like often subway. go through crazy tunnels. Oh, and Crif- they're like, Crif Dog. Oh yeah, Criff Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Criff Dogs is really good. And the and there's the a crazy restaurant. There's a restaurant in Criff Dogs. You walk into the phone booth at at Criff Dogs, which is just a, a hot dog place. They have pretty good hot dogs. Uh, this is also in the East Village. Uh, and you go inside the phone booth and you pick up the phone and you say, "Yeah, I'd like a table for three. And then the other side of the phone booth opens up and you go in and it's a restaurant. Awesome. You know, that's the only way that you can get in there. Yeah. Um, although I have a feeling that if I picked it up, I would say, "Yeah, I'd like to eat here," and they would say, "I'm sorry, you're not cool enough, sir." We. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. We did get into the grand experiment. Noble experiment. The noble design. The noble prize. We should go back there. We should. You hated it. I. It you were not... there with a girl who wasn't feeling it. Yeah. And you I, wanted to be feeling her later. I, I would like to go there when I just wanted to drink, I think. Right. Yeah. You, when, you, when you go to drink, not to get laid. Yes. You want to go to the noble experiment. Uh, that's a place that is actually hidden inside the bar, the neighborhood in San Diego. So yeah. anybody who's in San Diego should. You, you text them. You text them so to what, get a reservation. What you do is you sneak in. You say, "What the fuck is this?" And they give I'm, you a card. I'm hot stuff. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> so I, say, they I'm give 12. You a card. And what is this? I mean, I'm 21. And what is this? And they give you a card which has a phone number on it, which is a mobile phone that you then text and ask for a space at some point in the future. And if they have room, they will text you back and confirm a reservation. Um, and then you just arrive. It's it's like a wall that you open up there. It's a, it looks like it's a wall of like a, a stack of kegs. Ke- kegs. They've and cut the tops off of a bunch of kegs and glued them to a yeah. door. And then you pull it open and the whole wall sort of opens up and then there's a, nice. just a, 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 like a woman at a little receptionist thing Secret waiting. doors make everything better. Yeah, it, it's fucking, it's fucking cool. There's that, that bar that uh, Armac took us to and then that we met Artie Ephemat in New Orleans where the bathroom is oh, yeah. behind, behind a fake bookshelf. Book yeah. What was that place in... Uh, England that had the giant tree growing in the middle of it. Rosie McCaffrey's. That was pretty awesome. Hmm. Anyway, so these are bars to go to everywhere. That are not so, in here. Yeah, go to, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you live in Englandland. Lincoln Logland. Yeah, maybe you'll run into Linkletter. Jarko lives there. Shart Linkletter. Hot stuff. I'm only visiting Boston on my travels because I'm visiting some clannies. What should I go do in Boston during the daytime when I'm on my own? Uh, the first thing that comes to mind, uh, if you're there, I think not on a Monday, because I think it's closed then, is to go to the Maparium. It's not like you're going to hang out there a ton, 
and it's really better if you go with one other person because um, you can whisper in that heliodrome it's a it's a perfect sphere made out of stained glass so you can you can be on two opposite ends of it and and there's like focal points where you can whisper and the other person can hear you on the other side of this bridge which crosses it um but no one in the middle could hear don't go with an opera singer though because then the whole thing will shatter and all of the pieces will helio heliospherically hit you um that's right next to the christian science mother church like where the whole the whole shebang is headquartered Um, is it round like a spaceship it is well the one of the buildings is yeah um but then there's like some there's like a cool reflecting pool there it's not it's not like the best thing in the world but it's uh it's kind of neat there's there's like cool stuff to look at really what is well probably one thing <laughs> i just don't know what it is necessarily uh yeah i mean that's i would you could potentially wander around mit there's a bunch of cool places there but it's it's hard to uh find an anna's taqueria and yeah. get a, a uh, al super, pastor a super, super burrito uh, al pastor yeah uh, that's what you want that if, if you want the best burrito and in there's the one world. there's one at the student center at uh, at mit and there's also one at harvard square I, th- I think so. Okay. There might be. Yeah. That's what I would do if I had that gun from Portal. Oh, yeah. You'd, you'd build a portal between <laughs> here and... Yeah. So and that then. I could reach through it. Um, I, I wouldn't want to go through it. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to do it between here and that donor kebab place in Germany. Oh, you're right. We'd have to find that place. Well, though. we could get yeah. two guns. We never met. We never met its equal when we were in Germany this time. And I mean, it could be just like the first Tony Hawk you play is always the best one. True. Right. Um, they never had all of the, they, they, everyone that we had while we were there last year had some of the parts of that, but not all of them at once. Like, I think we the could have. The cheese was different a lot of the, the time. The cheese was different or the bread was different. Yeah. Um, it was almost always veal instead of the turkey chicken stuff. Hmm. Um, Anyway, Chilled continues. Riff, tell us about how awesome Columbo is since Peter Falk passed away. Oh, it's like Columbo so kind of sucks sad. since Peter Falk passed away. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like they wheel his coffin in and it just doesn't solve any mysteries. I know. I just, <laughs> <laughs> you shake it and you hear the eyeball rattling. Um, well, that was kind of grim. Also, uh, do you have any suggestions for where I should go in the two and two half days gap I have on my trip across oh, America? The, the glass eye makes me think of the lost room, which makes me think of how excited I am the to show my room. show my girlfriend that. Oh, they have she's that, never seen that, it. Oh, that, was there a glass eye in there? Yeah, that was the know. thing that that was the thing that could destroy it flesh. Beams. Oh, right. It could destroy or repair flesh. Oh, I need to watch. He had that to cut again. out his own eye to put it in. Yeah, Ugh. like the eye of Vecna, man. Yeah. Except it was the eye of again. Kevin Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> Where yeah. should he stop on his two and two half days gap on his trip across America? I don't know. I haven't really, I mean, I haven't been anywhere in the middle. Well, I, there's a bunch of different routes to take. Like, you could go to Carhenge if you're in. You should stop at a Stuckey's on the way. Wyoming? Go to a Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Kansas. Eat at a Cracker Barrel. God, don't, go to, don't go to Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel's good. It is the worst chain restaurant it's in good. the world. I don't know. Cracker Barrel versus Waffle House? I have not, I've not yeah. eaten at Waffle House, so I don't know. The, the answer to that yeah. is fuck you for even asking that question, because Cracker Barrel rules yeah. and Waffle House is fucking Cracker Barrel is exactly. it's, they They store all of their food in giant vats full of lard, and then That's when you want delicious. something, they just... Uh, they just heat up the whole vat. And, I don't. And, and I don't you, hear any. So gross. I don't hear any downside. Uh, you might end up going through uh, Effingham, Illinois, in which case you can see both uh, my birthplace and the world's largest cross. Oh. It might just be America's largest cross. Yeah. Um. 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 Huh. 
Rudish Slack says, could you guys make a KOL Minecraft server? Yes, we could. Can we tell you about it? No, we could. Well, nope. <laughs> a public a public KOL Minecraft server might be kind of neat, mm-hmm. actually. Until it's all burning penises. Yeah, it's just going to be... <laughs> sure, whatever. I mean, like, you know, it's possible that our yeah, player base would be above that. It's also possible they wouldn't, and, you know, that might be interesting. It might be, yeah, I suppose I could see that. It'd be interesting to see what happens. I would never personally build anything that you important about. or elaborate there, but... But other people would, and it would be interesting. And yeah. you know what? Maybe we should do it as a service to the community, and... Uh, we should wait until the villages are in. So they yeah, have a whole world. We should world. wait until 1.8. Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be a new patch, guys. There well, is, but, yeah, let's, but, but let's do... Let's this is, this is a big one. one, though. All right. Yeah. When 1.8 comes out, we'll make a KOL community Minecraft. Somebody, somebody who hears this needs to remind us, because we will indubitably forget. Indubitably. Indubitably. Man, we could probably run like a thousand Minecraft servers on the new database server hardware. Sweet. You, but you've been running them on the web servers, right? I've been running them on dev, actually. Yeah, which is a web server. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, how about being able to spend 20 or 30 adventures to skip past the Nemesis cave puzzle? That doesn't sound like a thing that he would do. Yeah, it's... Anyways, Liv says, thoughts on challenge run bonus karma? My last few Beast Hate You runs left me feeling like I was getting too much karma for the amount of time slash work put into it. Have you guys considered diminishing returns on karma for challenge runs, perhaps even based on the amount of skills you have going in? No. Well, I mean... I think our plan is to make them attractive for people who are ascending, because that bonus karma is going to go away when it gets archived as as a challenge run. Yeah. So it will stick around, but it just won't be as appealing... So, you, like, no, then you'll, you'll, the idea is you, whatever the current challenge run, we want it to be really interesting and competitive. So, of course, you're going to get a bunch of bonus karma. If we ever do one that we think is going to be faster than normal runs instead of slower, yeah. they probably, it probably will not have a karma bonus. I guess it might still have a karma bonus. That's a tough call. Yeah. Because, I mean, being faster is kind of a karma bonus. Yeah. Uh, Sleepy Worm asks uh, also, uh, will we be able to get the Thwait Gold B statuette after Bees Hate You is no longer the current challenge run? Yes, you will. Yeah, that's part of the. Um, the that is part of the run. Not, there is not nothing that there is nothing permanent that you won't be able to get. Um, what do you mean nothing permanent? There's nothing permanent that you won't be able to get. Like there's nothing. There's not like we wanted the th- the flexibility to put stuff in challenge runs that you can only get in that challenge run. Oh right, without. Right without creating a situation where that's the only time you can ever get it is when that run is in there. So the only time you can ever get a leaderboard spot is while the run is current. Yeah. And and, and there will be there will be some kind of as yet undefined rewards for being on it. We haven't being, told anybody about that. I yet. know. But I think it's yeah. I think it's important that people know. Um what we think that we're gonna do is and they won't be unique to the challenge. Yeah, run, that right? it, we, any challenge run in the future for from now on will have the same rewards. We have not precisely decided how we're gonna do this, yeah. but at the end of the season we will look at the leaderboards and I'm guessing that like I don't know. The top three guys will get a gold medal, and the top five guys will get a silver medal, and the or you know the next five will get a silver medal, and then the rest Ooh. of them will get a bronze or something, some number like that, or three eleven twenty seven or something, or one thirteen sixty nine, because you know there's seventy five. <laughs> yeah, so three. Oh, fuck, I don't know, man. Um, but those tokens, those medals, will be the same for every challenge run henceforth. So you always can get one in the future. Yeah, and a collection of them and will, it, will it's be just going to be epeen probably. Yeah, yeah, it won't do anything except say it'll just be a thing that goes in your display case. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so now we're committed to being really careful and making making serious decisions with long-lasting impact about the way that we're handling the leaderboards. Eh. I mean, we gotta be. You know, we just have to be careful about shit like the feast of Boris, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's but that's what our that's our been our plan all along. You know, and if we if we screw up with one particular challenge run, we screw up with one particular challenge run. You know, it's not it's not gonna be the end of the world because it's, they're not unique to the. They don't last until the end of the world. Well, they might. Bloody Knuckles says more boobs, specifically more boob-shaped dungeons. No, I can only make things that are shaped like dicks and vaginas, mostly dicks. Apparently. M- more? Do we have a boob-shaped ch- dungeon? Well, I mean, isn't uh, Hobopolis sort of round? That's not... If you think of Town Square as the nipple... Yeah, it's like yeah, got it a looks huge like, area. It looks more like a big butthole than a... If you zoom out, it looks more like a butthole. You mean like an asterisk? Yeah, like a flower. Yeah, like a butt flower. Like a sphincter. Uh, bu- 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 you, took, you took apart my... You took about my modular creations? Yeah, I had to make a guy with a dick and boobs. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. I wish you guys had a modular and could see this so you could build your own modular guy with dick and boobs. Um, it's got kind of a... His dick is the size of both of his boobs. I mean, each of his boobs. Yeah. It's weird. It's not... It's the, the width that matters. Uh, Erich says, number one, fullness counter. <laughs> Still just don't know how to make it funny. I, I think a portable x-ray machine <laughs> is kind of funny. X-rays don't... That's only if you've been eating bones, though. No. Or radium. Oh, uh, just portable a, MRI? A thing that lets you count your turds. <laughs> so it tells you how full tells you were you how yesterday? full you were yesterday? Yeah. That might be interesting. <laughs> I'd be down for that one. Yeah. Um... Erich says, number two, it's now legal in number New York City. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> to give Stupak your butt. Uh, um, King Alt says, is there anything that influenced you when you first made KOL? Well, fuck yeah, there was stuff that influenced me when I first made KOL. There was legend. I, Beer. So, I say the largest influences, Legend of the Red Dragon. They are uh, the giants. Uh, game never ending. Uh, um, bo- uh, bo- boobs. I was like, if I make video game, I can meet girls. I totally did not think that. Yeah. That would have been a, as, as well as that has worked out for me. Well, varying definitions of well, um, (laughs) uh, I, I don't think that would have been a good idea going in for motivation. No. Um, the game would have been very different. Although your, your, your drawings are often, uh, cited as being cute. Yeah. And adorable. So is my face. Yeah. It's cause you're just, you keep drawing your own face. Bumcheek City says, with the recent server outage, the geek in me feels the need to ask about how KOL works technically. PHP MySQL seems fairly obvious, and clearly seven web servers, possibly virtual, though I would imagine separate physical, and A slash some separate MySQL servers. Is it just a bunch of LAMP servers connecting to one database, or more complicated than that? LAMP? Well, it's not LAMP, because LAMP includes MySQL. Yeah, so, like, our app runs on a LAMP stack, which is this thing that they decided to call what, like, our chat runs on Ajax, only it was made before anybody was using the word Ajax to mean anything lamp is linux apache mysql php oh. right it's just like a it's like a way of describing that architecture without having to actually list all of those things i see okay um so yeah the servers are not they're just lap servers uh, there there are lap dogs the, the web servers yeah the web servers are not running any database stuff on them individually uh so yeah seven database or seven web servers two database servers how many servers are going to saint ives 
this uh, there, well there's the ones that are in the cats in the hat each 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 web server had seven partitions each partition Wives. had seven file systems on it and each right. file system has seven websites yeah yeah each website has two girls one cup on it um, we, we have to mirror it yeah I mean, 49 times seven times in case something happens yeah we don't want that to be lost to civilization. Each web server has seven contribution to archaeology. Um, uh, anyway, uh, if you have multiple database servers, how do you handle synchronization between them if we force log into dub3 and then dub7 or whatever in a short period of time? It does not work like that. Uh, there are multiple database servers, but their functions are compartmentalized. So you, no matter what web server you're on, you're connecting to the same database. Yeah. Um, and in theory, you cannot have a session on more than one web server at a time. Yeah. We are we are fitting to fix this system in a way that should make it a little nicer uh, for everybody and everything. Um, there will... From the outside world, it will appear like we have destroyed six servers. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this, I have a feeling, will happen within the next couple of months. Um, there will be a web server on the front end that like proxies everything to uh, kind of an arbitrary number of sort of cheap commodity hardware web servers on the back end, which right now we will be using the existing cheap commodity hardware web servers. But everything will just be www.kingdomofloathing.com, and you won't have to manually like get around the load balance. You won't be able to manually get around the load balancer anymore. When I say load balancer, I mean the janky shit that we made that kind of does the same thing as a load balancer. It people are usually evenly distributed. Yeah. You know what's a good load balancer? Your mom's face. Yeah. I'm it's actually terrible. It just runs right off. <laughs> uh, this question is fairly geeky. Should you consider it necessary, please feel free to balance out the question by having a short discussion on whether you'd prefer to motorboat Scarlett Johansson or Katy Perry. I think Scarlett Johansson is the fairly obvious answer to it. I, I don't even know what Katy Perry looks yeah, like. Yeah, offhand, I can't really picture you. Although she is them. younger, so that means I'd probably prefer her if I was actually faced <laughs> with a choice, huh? Um, is a motorboat the same thing as a Zerbert? Uh, it's a different location. Uh, yeah, it's a sort of a back and forth boob Zerbert. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Surgeon says, been catching up on radio shows from the past month and I had a couple of comments. Uh, one, I like the idea of putting spleen slash content familiars in Mr. Store all year round. The spleen went for Ascendi purposes, but the content went because it's a lot of hard work for you guys and be cool if more people had a chance to see it. I know there's the mall and that's cool, but this would be a really warm and generous thing to do and seems to make more sense from a scheduling perspective. You know, I like it. Scully was resistant. Um, I'm not sure what his objections were. So dropping the current two Mr. A familiars? Yeah, and replacing them with a one Mr. A spleen familiar and a one Mr. A content familiar huh. that are available all year. Huh. Um, which I like that. And then June is just a regular fucking item of the month, right? Like, yeah. I, I d you know, what that would, what in my mind that would allow us to do is make it a content familiar that like, you can only go to this place if you have the familiar instead of having to do the sort yeah. of machinations that we currently have to do people will have all to make all to the it. items tradable, right? Yeah, like, yeah. there's no way that if that's your goal that you can't farm enough meat in a year yeah. to get that. And so I would, no longer, I would no longer feel that critical about it. I think we would probably sell ten times as many if they were one Mr. A versus two. The existing two Mr. A familiars are just not worth two Mr. A's. You know, not anymore. They're, they're yeah. just they're familiars. I mean, they're they're like a sixty-eight dollar monocle at this point. That's true. That so, is an excellent point. I you know we should we should talk about this when we're all like in a swimming pool at some point or or something. Because um, I don't know what I don't know what Scully's objections to it are. 
Right, but he was he was fairly resistant to the idea when it when it came up. I kind of like it. I think that it makes a lot. I think so. Our current system is definitely idea. is definitely antiquated. It's it's relicy. Yeah. Um, I mean, do we even sell any of those to Mister A familiars? Yeah, yeah, anymore? we do. We do. Not not. We probably sell over the course of a year slightly fewer than we sell of most familiars of the month. Huh. So. Huh. I would not have thought it was even close well because when we first put them out people buy a I guess, bunch, yeah, a bunch of people. and then but they then just trickle it's, it's a very it's a very slow really, really long tail but it's for 356 days so i think that probably yep because that's how many days there are in a year but. yeah well no because we when they first come out there's like a week and a half okay okay right like okay okay so you were so you were subtracting six you didn't fuck it up you just, yeah you said 356 on purpose well, yeah okay two Regarding the discussion of one-day casual scripts, if this is something you aren't comfortable with players doing, could you just code it so you can't jump through the gash more than once in the same day? It's always been a thorn in your side for some design goals, like Lucre. Uh, yeah. It's just been a lingering, barely feasible thing. You could just say, no, you can't do that. It's silly. Unless there's a programming reason you can't, I guess. There's not. I just don't want to. I don't want to have to. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the servers are so screaming now is potentially opening up all kinds of... It, it does just kind of stuff. seem like if you can do a one-day casual run, then we've designed something wrong. But people well, can totally do one-day casual runs. I mean, that's the you thing. Have, like, every resource you have, available If you, to you have access to all of the resources, can you do a run that is twice as fast as competitive runs that yeah. are normal? That Well, I also think about it, those are too fast. But like, we're talking so, like sure, hundreds so or thousands of tattered scraps, right? And Okay. I mean, that's the thing. You, in order to do a one-day casual, you have to spend, spend millions of meat, of meat yeah. in the player economy, which yeah. is why I don't feel like it's a big deal. I feel, I feel like you, I don't think that people scripting dozens of casual runs in a day is sustainable for more than a handful of people for more than a handful of days, right? Because the values of tattered scraps will... If they skyrocket, though, then that becomes a thing to farm, and which... I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like, but it, it also just... solves it's. It is also a problem that kind of regulates itself as the supplies of those things dwindle. <sighs> okay, if you could do a casual run for free, but you had to spend a month farming tattered scraps, that wouldn't seem like a big deal. Right, right? but you get thirty players to spend one day farming tattered scraps, well, and like then your you multis. do, or yeah, or somebody else. So with your multis, we fuck them. We bend them over and fuck them with a saw. Sheep, just lean them over that fence. Uh, love bees. Love the new system for perming gills slash choosing skier. I'm gonna, uh, I'm perm my gills. Eager to see I'm new work on shore burning. Keep it up. Yeah. Okay. I ran out of steam there for a while. You should get back into those steams. I should. I mean, I you know we were working on word realms and and um, yeah. We, uh, were I so I was burned out for a little while and then I was sick for a little while and then I was fucking at the data center every day for a while and then I was putting out code on fires database and now i have to go back to the data center tomorrow so well, then wait i have to get sick again and then what were they suggesting you do i was too busy making a dumb joke <laughs> uh keep uh updating back into the quest revamps ah yep um we just but we just launched uh we just launched our second build of the closed beta yep. of word realms that's a thing. I got a bunch of work to do before the next one. You you have a bunch of work to do, yeah. Also, she says, he says, Mad Surgeon says, uh, congrats on excellent customer service slash constant contact during the server crisis. Probably the thing I love most about this game is the company's friendly and helpful attitude. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, fatty. Oh dear. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Bumpcheek said he's, I think, who is writing a one-day casual script. He said, I vaguely remember someone said that you wouldn't like an auto-hamster script. I was going to have a bash at that once the Ascend script was at a level where the majority of the bugs were ironed out, which they mostly are, by cunningly making bees hate you not supported, and I'd finished it. But then I don't want to make something that you feel spoils aspects of the game design. I mean, what's the difference between scripting something and playing it on some level, right? Yeah. Well... There's the fact that you just run something and walk away from your computer for an hour and then come back. Yeah. That's a pretty significant difference. I mean, we so, you know, the way that you have to do this, if you're a for reals company, is you ban bots. You know? Like, what is how? what would Lineage 2 do? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Um, let's see. Wax says, oh, awesome, you haven't actually recorded the show yet. It's nice to be able to post in these threads with a reasonable chance of having my questions asked. I'm not going to answer this guy's question. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've waxed semi-verbose, how do you feel about an anti-mall where you say what you'll pay for something and people can sell it to you without you having to be online? Uh, don't know what you'd do about the people who insist on paying one meat for every item in the game, though. Yeah, I think sell orders would be kind of obnoxious. Well, you do the, you do the thing where you you put the the price that you'll pay for something and you then, only show them the most expensive you, one no you you show all of them if you want same same as the regular so it's mall. like an anti-flea market y- same as the regular mall um but the, you know you're not going to pay 900 million meat for a piece of toast and those people who put the, put the stuff in at that ridiculously high level well, no, they wouldn't. aren't expecting to sell it so no but like uh, ask saying that you'll pay one meat for something Versus they'll sell it for 900 million meat are kind of the same thing. They're, they're just kind of like dumb. Sure. And it, there are dumb waste of resources that make the world worse for everybody else because you're a jack off hole. But that's what most of the shit in the mall is. And that's what most of the shit in this buy order system would be. Not necessarily. Yes, necessarily. Okay. My, what would you say the percentage of uh, what's that William Shatner website? Uh, TJHookerFanfic.com. Priceline. Priceline. Uh, I'm guessing that of the, th- the submissions to Priceline, 99% of them are rejected for being retarded. You know, like most people pay nothing for pay what you want. I huh. feel like, I mean, don't you kind of expect that most of the people, like the vast majority of people who have something to sell, put it in the mall? I don't think so. It depends. I feel like people who are. I guess I could see for like go to trade. Yeah, I I could see for things like like high end things like old familiars that somebody might pay twenty million for. I wish there was an auction house. I do wish that there was an auction house. Oh hey, when did we over five thousand followers? I don't know. Cool. Yeah, it seemed to jump like crazy. We're on our way. We're making it. What's that? Laverne and Shirley. Oh. Uh, Raijan Neely says, how many KBs of code are in KOL? Uh, KBs hate you. It, uh... A thousand oh, Bs hate you. We were looking... Uh, there were, there are like 130,000 lines of code in KOL. 
not including like the utility scripts, which are also pretty big. Uh, Azu says, just a little thing that's been bothering me until I did some research. When I asked you about your favorite Harvey Danger song, you said the only one you knew was Flagpole Sitter. And I asked this because you said something months, if not years earlier, you used the phrase, ladies love Cool James on the radio at some point. And I had only heard that phrase in the Harvey Danger song titled Cool James, which I sadly do not have a relevant link for. It's my favorite Harvey Danger song. Admittedly, I only know it because the album was a legal free download at some point, but whatever, still good, underrated. Anyway, I didn't realize until I began typing this post that it is, in fact, what LL Cool J stands for. <laughs> I feel el- educated. Thanks for unintentionally teaching me something. Yeah, I mean, the ladies do love Cool J. Uh, let's see. Judude 2 says, Can we get a slash MCDX command to set monster control devices? X is the number you want to set it to? Oh, that'd be kind of nice. I mean... Yeah. Do people switch that often enough that that's something that... Well... The people who are serious about it, yeah, keep it on permanently. But, I mean, I myself have to go turn off that detuned radio once in a while. I mean, you can do that by clicking MCD on the character pane, right? Like, it's not yeah, like it's that it's not, far away. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Some people want to play the game entirely by the command line, though. Yeah. yeah. Like bots. Like bots. <laughs> Skidia says, is there any chance we'll ever be able to use the intriguing puzzle box in combat against fax copies of Rift's butt? I'm aching to put one or two of those back where I found them. Uh, um, all right, well, that's enough. That's enough Kingdom of Loathing radio show, don't you all guys right. think? Sure. Cool. Wait, did we have any Twitter questions? We should have had some. You did, and then you didn't actually read them. Oh, well, fine. Uh, Data Vortex says Dragon Con time approaches and with it my plea is to start reminding your listeners about it semi-regularly hey listeners remember about Dragon Con semi-regularly it's fun and we'll be there and we'll have a we'll do a talk about KOL we'll tell you secrets secrets and cheat codes gosh um, it's like two months away wow fuck fuck why do I I mean we're gonna be dead by then because of this stupid hike anyway so we probably won't it's be true. there you can see a picture of our starved corpses. Man, I'm totally not ready for San Diego in a month. You're not ready for this. It's jelly. not in a month. It's in like two and a half weeks. Yeah. Oh, I think man. I might be leaving for San Damn. Diego the day after tomorrow. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, item of the month is going to be four weeks late. It's not. It's it's in, in testing, and it needs only minor balance tweaks and arguings from Dev. And There's definitely some arguings. I did all the art. It was a single picture. <laughs> nice pretty cool um but i used it in two places uh all right anyway that's enough of that good night everybody good night everybody